This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, Todd McShay has come out with another draft, mock draft. This one is post-Super Bowl draft. I have not looked at this at all. So I haven't either. Think, I just knew it came out and figured it'd be a good one to talk about. I hope this one's better than Chad Reuter's mock draft. The three-rounder three, that he the did. The three-rounder yeah. that he did uh, that had the Steelers trading away next year's first-round pick and a third-round pick this year in addition to their first-round pick to move up to the, I believe, seventh or eighth or ninth, somewhere in that eighth maybe, to draft a quarterback that was not Malik Willis. <laughs> Sam Howe, I think, right? Sam Howe yeah. was, yeah. Anyways, yeah. let's get in. Let's roll into yeah. Todd's uh, mock drafter. At number one, he has uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Evan Neal, uh, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Um, That's hard to be really chalky. I mean, yeah. I really think they'll go offense over defense. Yeah. And it's, same with this next pick. Yeah, two, Aiden Hutchinson, again, going to the Lions. That's becoming a pretty consistent pick. Mm-hmm. Um, the Houston Texans taking safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame at three. That's starting to kind of lean that way too. Yeah. Um, one thing I've been hearing a little bit though, is Tunsil could be on the trading block. And would that make you go for cross or Ekwanu or something like that? I mean, who knows? Uh, Hamilton's a really, really good prospect though. Yeah. I mean, if they trade him, they're probably going to get a pretty decent return. I would might, think, yeah, yeah. Might net him another first-round pick this year, so. Right. Like, I even heard him rumored that what if he went to the Bengals for the 31st pick or something like that. Yeah. Um, at four, the uh, Jets take Ekwanu, the offensive tackle, out of NC State. Be a pretty nice O-line with Ekwanu, Vera Tucker, and Becton. I mean, yeah, the long be, term. They'd young. be building something there. Yeah. At five, the Giants take Kayvon Thibodeau, the uh, defensive end out of Oregon. Okay. Um, I get it. I still think this is probably going to be O-line, but if Thibodeau is a second or third best you know, guy in the draft and you get him at five, you're picking again here soon. You'll get yeah. some sort of offensive line. Probably too good maybe. to pass up. At that yeah, point. right, right, right. At six, he has the Panthers taking Ahmad Sauce Gardner at the cornerback out of Cincinnati. I've seen a lot of people put in corner here, and they always defend it with – well, Gilmore is a free agent. I get that, but the O-line Henderson. situation. Yeah, yeah, but they, they did trade for Henderson and they drafted Horn. You know, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't I'm – I'm not on board with corner at six. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because none of those guys are really slot-type corners. No, right. They're all outside yeah. high-pedigree guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at seven, the Giants then take Charles Cross, the offensive yeah, tackle I, of Mississippi State. That makes sense. We'd be blown away if one of those two picks for the Giants is not a lot. This is an interesting pick. At eight, he has. Yeah, I'm looking at that. He has the Falcons taking Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC. I know we just did the triple take uh, recently, and I think uh, all three of us, none of us had him as the number one guy. He was four for me. I think he was four for both of you guys. Right? I think he was three for me, but I that was only okay. because of uh, the uh, injury to uh, Williams. Yeah, I'm curious what his combine looks like. Um, you and I have talked about this a lot. I think Atlanta's in a desperate situation and they're bound to get worse. They could go so many directions, but I do think it's interesting that he is London as the first guy going. Yeah. Um, at nine, he has the Denver Broncos passing on a quarterback to take Devin Lloyd, the inside linebacker out of Utah. Uh, they have two linebackers that are hitting free agency and quarterback aside, they really don't really have massive needs. 
Yeah, I, I just don't – I mean, his, his first question is, will Denver end up with Aaron Rodgers? Well, if Denver ends up with Aaron Rodgers, they're probably not going to have this pick. They're not going to have this pick, right. <laughs> so – I mean, that's a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, if the rules are you have to pick at nine, well, they probably won't end up getting Devin Lloyd. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, at 10, he has the Jets taking Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU. Still no quarterbacks taken. Still no quarterbacks taken. Okay. At 11, well, here's our first quarterback. The Washington Commanders take Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pitt. See, I, I think that's becoming a little chalky, too. I mean, it could be Willis, bit. it could be Pickett. But yeah. quarterback at 11 seems about where value and need start to mesh as of right now. Um, I'm still a little wary that a guy like Willis will start to be in these mocks atop eight to pick or yeah. six to Carolina, you know, yeah. I think that might be, be on the horizon. To, I'll be interested to see what he does at the combine. Like, does he run at the combine? Does he do some of the athletic right. stuff or does he just go there and throw? I mean, I know a vertical is not the most important thing for being a great quarterback, but when he has a 41 inch vertical and a 10, six broad, you know, more importantly though, or he runs a four, four, 40. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> and, and then you'll start trickling out, you know, as we're driving home, Boy, he interviewed great. And then the next block draft comes out and he goes six to the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, at 12 is Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington. Minnesota needs everything, too. Yeah. Just pencil and best guy available almost. At 13, the Browns go wide receiver. They take Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I had him as my number one. Me, too. Me, too. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was you and I that did one. Yeah. I think the Browns would take that right now and be very, very happy. At 14, uh, McShay has the, the Baltimore Ravens taking Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa. Again, I would, I would take him over Penning if that's what, the, what it comes down to for these guys. Yeah. Although one's a tackle and the other one's a, a center. Mm -hmm. And they may have re-signed Bozeman. Yeah, I mean, if they re-sign Bozeman, that takes, that takes Linderbaum off the table unless they feel mm -hmm. like Bozeman can kick over to guard. Because I don't but think he could, but I don't think know, Linderbaum right. can. No, I think he's a pure center. Yeah. At 15, the Eagles with their first of three picks take Nicobe Dean, the inside linebacker out of Georgia. Massive need. I mean, of course. They go back to Georgia for pick 16 with their second pick. Oh. Taking I'll take that Georgia front seven. <laughs> yeah, start just collect those guys. Yeah. Um, that's not bad. Uh, they take Trayvon Walker to defensive end out of Georgia. I was listening to something this morning about Walker saying, don't be shocked when he just lights up the combine, you know, the rare, yeah. you know, for his size. Oh, he's, we'll he's freaky. Yeah. He has yeah. the Steelers making a trade up to 17. This is much like uh, the, the mock draft from last week. Who was that for? That was uh, Lance Zierlein had the Steelers making a trade to 17. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess to do getting in front of the saints at 18. This is the trade that makes the most sense to me. If the Steelers are going to move up, not a trade up into the top 10, because that's going to cost you way too much. But if you move up to 17, what are you giving up there? He, he doesn't actually say. I'm here. guessing a third. I'm um, looking here. Maybe a future second or, you know. Uh, in this case, he thinks a third rounder and another late rounder, in addition to the number 20 selection, would get it done. Okay. Worst, worst case scenario for Pittsburgh, it's the second rounder if LA is really dug in. Um Okay. And that takes some patience, you know, to right. wait there and, you know, kind of see it to fall to 17. You know, for the, to get past Washington. Is anybody going to jump ahead of these guys? No, we like them. You know, so, but 
I, I'm very cool with this type of move, but especially yeah. at this point too, I'm sure the Steelers have added five free agents. We like too at other positions yeah. and the player they move up to get Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty. I think yeah. we'd, bo- we'd both be on board with that move. Yeah, me too. A hundred percent. I mean, if you're going to trade up for anyone, this draft, Willis is really the only one that I'm trading up for. He better be somebody that has a chance to be special and Willis and has a chance to be special. Yep. Um, could you do some, could you see them doing some things with him early while he's still learning at the position? Could they, oh, yeah. could they do some Lamar Jackson type stuff just to yeah. get, his, get his feet wet? Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts did that. I mean, right. No, I, I think he'd play, I think he'd dress in week one. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. The too. chargers would be a good one to move back on too. Cause uh, I don't know if they have a need that they have to stay put on. You know, they could probably get Penning a couple picks later or Jordan Davis a couple picks later. The guys yeah. that they've been mocked to are corner. Right, right. At 18, the Saints then pivot and take Matt Corral, the quarterback out of Ole Miss. And they may have liked him better all along. I mean, they may have. He, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? You know, um, you know, he's again, they're getting kind of a local guy. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Willis much better for the Steelers, too. Yeah. And right. the weather and the physicality and Corral's a little bit small. Yeah. At 19, the Eagles take Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. I really like that. I mean, you yeah. talk about, you know, they always talk about building a basketball team with your, your pass catchers. I mean, Devontae Smith's a lot different than Burks, who's a lot different than Goddard. Like, that trio would be hard to deal with. They certainly would be. That would be a really uh, nice pick for the Eagles. And uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, that'd be we happy. both had Burks pretty high. He was my second. Was he yeah. your second? He was well? my second as well. Yeah. So yeah, they would yeah. they would get with those three picks: Nicobe Dean, Trayvon Walker, and uh, Burks. That's not, not bad. Not a bad haul. Not bad. Um, at twenty, the Chargers with that pick they got from the Steelers don't go offensive line. They go Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Which they probably would have taken at seventeen because they weren't going to take Willis. They weren't going to take Corral. Um, I mean, maybe they would have taken Burks if Williams leaves, but they probably would have taken the. I got the guy they would have taken anyway. I'm kind of surprised we've gotten this far and we got 20 picks in here, and we've only seen four offensive linemen taken. I say the tackles are still looming. Yeah. yeah. At 21, the Patriots take Kyler Gordon, the cornerback out of Washington. J.C. Jackson being a free agent is a big problem for them. Yeah, somebody uh, mentioned him uh, in my uh, live live cues. I did a free agent look on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Yeah, we haven't talked free agents. Maybe we'll do that Friday or something. Yeah, and somebody mentioned to me, you didn't mention any cornerbacks. What about signing J.C. Jackson? Well, Spot Track, which does a pretty good job at, at kind of looking at other comparable players and then mm-hmm. coming up with a, an idea of what those guys are going to sign for, they're – their their uh or their uh, projection for what J.C. Jackson is going to get is twenty million a year. I would say I bet he's going to be the highest paid corner or close to it. I can't I mean, pay J.C. Jackson twenty million a year. I just can't. I can't either. No. <laughs> I mean that's how you that's how you screw up your roster. Yeah, I'm pulling up. He's twenty six. I thought he was a little older than that, and he's a great player, but. He's not Jalen Ramsey. If I'm paying for that, if I'm paying $20 million for a cornerback, he better be Jalen Ramsey. Right. Or and he he better be Ty Law or some, you know, somebody who's who's a shutdown, like, you know. Looks like a Hall of Famer, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's a good player, but he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not that. No. And I'm sure this won't change much, but corner's not the most posi- important position on this defense. Yeah. At 22, the Raiders take Chris Alave. 
the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I really, I saw some crazy numbers before and after the Ruggs accident. And not that Ruggs is great, but they were drastically worse when he was out of the equation. It they took them a while to guy. figure out who that guy was. Zay Jones. Yeah. Yeah, at the right. end of the season stepped up, but for a long stretch here, they they were very they didn't they were missing Waller for a long time. True, and really it was Hunter Renfro and not much else in that passing game. You need somebody that can run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at twenty three, the Cardinals take Jermaine Johnson, uh, the f- defensive end out of Florida State, who had a really good uh, Senior Bowl week. Yeah, Chandler Jones, the free agent. Uh, I think Johnson will go right in this neighborhood, if not earlier. A lot of good edge guys in this class, though. I mean, you mentioned the triple take we're going to do. It should be hard to narrow down five edge defenders. I'm sh- again, I, I'm shocked here. we're down to 23 here, and there's still only four offensive linemen taken. Yeah, right, right, right. Crazy. At 24, the Cowboys take David Ajabo, the uh, defensive end in a Michigan, yeah. another edge guy. Again, we're passing on these Island offensive talented. linemen. This could, I mean, if, the, if things worked out like this for the Steelers, Mm-hmm. You got your quarterback, you, and you keep your second round pick, and the offensive linemen continue to drop like this. That ain't a bad thing because those right, teams, right, right. the teams, the four teams that did take offensive linemen probably aren't going to double down, and they all pick ahead of you. Right, right, right. No, if you could get out of this draft with Willis and a good line prospect, I'm not talking like Cross or you know, yeah, uh, a stud, stud, but not I mean, even, no. not even. You're not going to get Penning, but no. You, you could get somebody that's pretty darn like if you got Sailor in the second round, or even I mean maybe even aim higher and Zion Johnson or Raymond yeah. or somebody like that, and nothing else. I'm in. So that's 24 at 25. The Bills take Andrew Booth Jr., the cornerback out of Clemson. Again, offensive lineman falling here. Corners are not though. A lot of corners. Corners, corners and edge. Yeah, yep, cor- yep, yep. corners and edge guys. There comes another edge. Wow. 26, the Titans take George Karloftis, the defensive end out of Purdue. Harold Landry's a free agent. He's their type of guy, big, rugged, physical type. I mean, I'm sure Vrabel would love him. Yeah. At 27, still no offensive lineman. Wow. I like Bucks, this fit, though. Yeah, the Bucks take Jamison Williams. Yeah. I mean, it, it, very take quickly, time. It, could be, yeah. it could be Evans and nobody else in that receiving state. Well, and they, they're going to have two guys then coming off of torn ACLs if, if they re-sign Godwin. Um, yeah, I'm assuming Godwin leaves, but maybe I shouldn't jump to that conclusion. Yeah, so they would have two of their top three receivers maybe coming off of ACLs, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a quarterback, too. It could be, yeah. Um, at 28, still no offensive lineman. The Packers take Devontae Wyatt, the f- defensive tackle out of Georgia. The Bengals would love this. Oh, wow, this sets up great for the Bengals, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's – And Miami, come to think of it, they're probably going to go to the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 28, that's so uh, the Packers get Devontae Wyatt. I like Devontae Wyatt. I think he would fit mm-hmm. well in that defense. At 29, the the, the Dolphins get Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. The Bengals wouldn't love that. Uh, no, they, I'm sure they, that'd be a target for them. But. They probably started looking at that and going, hey, we might be able to get this guy. And probably yeah. if, if you get to that point, you think about moving up. But they've never been a team that's been real. That's um, not really their style. They're not yeah. real aggressive when it comes to I mean, but. You still would have your choice of guards as it stands right now, too. That's though. true. Yeah, you can still fix that and pay for a tackle. Uh, so Penning goes to the Dolphins, which is a nice pick for them. At 30, the Chiefs take Jahan Dotson, at a wide receiver out of Penn State. I'm sure they'd love this guy. Yeah. I mean, he, fits- he didn't quite – he was been six on my list. We did five of them. 
Yeah. He's really dynamic. I mean, get him in space. Wouldn't have a lot of extra attention on him. Yeah. I'm sure the chiefs would do great. Give you things with, yeah, give you some run after the catch and ability yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Do, do the things that they like to do. So at 31, the Bengals stay at home and they take Bernard Raymond, the offensive tackle out of central Michigan. I, don't I think I, that's I don't, a steal. I don't know if I love the fit though. No, I, I think they are more Quentin Spain, you know, mash your face, physical types. Like, I bet they like Penning a lot more than Raymond. Yeah, but Penning, to me, you could plug him in at right tackle and he would be fine. Raymond, yeah. I, I don't know that as a right tackle. You might have to move – you might have to put him at left and move uh, – uh, Williams inside Williams or to right. Or to right, right tackle, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Raymond's a good enough left tackle to do that with? I, I, you know, so that's a, that was the question that you would have with that. I see. I hear what you're saying. I almost said the same thing when the Dolphins took Penning here. While I slightly prefer Penning, I think the Dolphins would probably prefer Raymond. I mean, they might. Yeah. About a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Raymond's going to be a good player, but he has to he has to be in the right system in the right fit. I, I just don't. He's he's too light in the pants to me to play right right tackle. Yeah, especially in the AFC North. Especially in the AFC North, I want him to be a little bit stronger. He's going to, you know, TJ Watt's going to eat him up. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you there. I don't love the fit. At 32, then, the Lions take Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. So I think that sets up well for the Lions in that he doesn't have to play at all this year. You got that fifth-year option if he is a hit. I mean, this could be Ritter. It could be Howell, whoever falls to you. But you're picking at the end of the first round. I think that's an appealing spot to take a quarterback for them. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, and, and I think that uh, – you know, if, if you start looking at some of the top players who didn't get taken, I'm um, just looking here at their NFL or ESPN's big board. No um, tight ends, no running No backs. guards, not a single interior no guards. Right. Um, so you're looking at some guys like, uh, uh, let's see here. I mean, there won't be another center in consideration. No, but Zion um, Johnson's still there, as is Kenyon Green. And Green, uh, right. Yeah, two very good players. Again, as I mentioned uh, with uh, – uh, Sailor, another guy who's a. Uh, yeah. there's, there's some good defensive tackles still available. There's not many of those guys went. Ritter. Um, yeah. Um, Ritter. I don't know that any other wideouts would be in consideration. Six wideouts went, and that's yeah. kind of the the standard, I think. Trey McBride's the top tight end in this class. He didn't go, so there'll be some of these guys that go ahead of where the Steelers pick uh, in that yeah. second yeah. round. That it's going to you know maybe push some of these other guys down, and you're still going to see some other edge guys that are, that are going to go uh boy mafe uh, out of minnesota mm-hmm. uh no, no, the penn big, state kid pins to ebiquette uh yeah yep, yep. penn state so um it'd be Only interesting one safety got taken in this draft yeah yeah you know so, two defensive tackles um yeah even a guy like logan hall possibility or roger McCurry. oh yeah roger McCurry, corner out of auburn uh yep. petre the uh the safety out of baylor um, mm-hmm. or Elam. brisker or yeah. you know right yeah kyrie no, out of florida wasn't in there so that's a good call. Um, but Stuff interesting. That the Steelers won't be looking at in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, maybe all of a sudden you're looking there, you get down and you get your pick of a Federia Mathis or one of those guards or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, no, I, I, we brought this up many times. I, I think that there's probably 20 names that would be pretty comfortable putting in the first round, maybe even more than that. But that next group is really wide. You know I mean? Someone at the end of the second round, we're going to say on draft day is recovering it. Wow. I thought this might guy, this guy might go on the first. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think, and I've said this, uh, those top 10 picks are starting to get pretty set. Yeah, the most who, part. who the names are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after that, next, those next 22 in the first round, there's some guys that are pretty much in there every time. But it really goes down to there's like 60 guys um, that you, you've seen in different mocks that are in that, that, for, that first uh, round consideration. I mean, mm-hmm. I mentioned. At least you yeah. see the names, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of these guys you just see over and over again. And then in that one, there were some different guys in there, some different names. And those names will change considerably after the combine. Yep. My concern slash prediction is maybe some of these quarterbacks are going to start pushing up a little bit more. They might, but I, I don't see – I, we've talked about this. I just don't see the 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 need of teams in the top seven right, or eight. Right. Who's all buying? You know, yeah, right. don't don't all the teams that need quarterbacks are from like eight on, mm-hmm. and, and really pick up or yeah, yeah, like Atlanta. I don't think's taking one. Yeah, I, I, I don't see Atlanta. Carolina could. They uh, could. I don't know if they will. I don't know. You know, like both those teams are paying a lot of money to Darnold and How or to Darnold and Ryan, whether they yeah. like it or not. You know, right? You're you're kind of stuck in that. You're in that boat with them. You're you've married to them for at least a little in another year, anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, are maybe you, you sign a Mariota or something and throw yeah, it in the mix? I, I honestly think some of those teams are going to look at that and say, "Are we just a cornerback away, or do we need to continue building?" Mm-hmm. Like Whereas Atlanta I, needs to continue yeah. building. You know, right? Whereas if I look at a team such as the Steelers, are they a quarterback away? Potentially. Potentially. I mean, I think Washington, Denver could look at it like if we get a quarterback, we got a guy, we'll compete. We'll be 500 or better for a while. Right. Especially on a rookie deal. But I don't know that uh, for me, I, I don't know. I, I, I got this, uh, this question the other day or comment from somebody on DK Pittsburgh sports that, uh, you know, the Steelers, they made that trade to get Minka Fitzpatrick in 2019 just so they could keep their record of, of 500 or better going. They tra- they, tra- <laughs> they traded away a top 10 pick. I'm like, no, they didn't, first of all. They, no, made they, that, didn't, right. they made that trade because it was a good value for what they were giving up. They right, made right. that trade they got because a great they, player. Yeah, they got a great player. They were eight and six, and it wasn't because of the quarterback play. Right. And, right, then they, right, they, right. and then they lost their last two games to, to, to fall out of playoff contention. But I, you know, if you remember that going into that game in 2019 against the bills, they were eight, they were both two. They, I think they were both teams were eight and six and vying for a playoff spot. Wow. That was the yeah. idea. They didn't make that, that was the idea. Game. Right. Yeah. And so if you're going to well, trade, trade that pick away, you're, you're making that uh, trade with the idea that you want to make your team better in 2022, not just, uh, you know, well, we got to go get a quarterback. I think I think Malik Willis makes him a better team next year. Oh, I do too. Uh, I mean, I I think he's hard to play against from day one, even when he makes mistakes and learns. You know. Yeah, without question. So I I, I think I think if they make a deal like that, it's with that in mind. I I don't know. Like, would Kenny Pickett make them a better team next year? Potentially. You know, they, do they feel like he's better than than Mason Rudolph? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, did Matt Corral do that? Does, does does Sam Howell do that? Probably not. Probably not. And plus, if you hit, you don't. The beauty to me, I keep coming back to, is if you use a first-round pick on a quarterback, 
there's so much other things you can do over the next four and five years with your cap and with your money and keeping the guys you like that are on the team or going out and finding things you need. And they've always been very good at that. You know, like it's just going to be such an advantage if you have a rookie quarterback taking your snaps. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so we'll see. That was uh, Todd McShay's uh, post Super Bowl draft. That was a, a pretty uh, good one. Some different names in there as well. Uh, we'll continue to bring you stuff like that and we'll discuss them and uh, we'll do some of our own mock drafts, obviously, as well. Uh, but that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, so for my partner, Matt Williamson, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.